All right, today we are talking about Adventism and devotionals. Um, so welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to um Theory and Theology podcast. It's late. I almost forgot the name of the podcast. I started recording already and had forgotten what I was actually going to record. Um, it's cold. I'm just chilling in my car. It's a little after midnight. I I don't have anything else to do. And I didn't want to, like, sit in the house. Um, So I left the house and came to do some recordings. So for people who might not know what a devotional is, it's a kind of... uh, spiritual time that you spend maybe most likely during the week um so for adventists you have the sabbath friday sundown to saturday sundown then there's the rest of the week so typically any time outside of that you can be working or taking classes or going to school or whatever or studying but during the sabbath you're usually not doing any of those types of things you're usually doing church-related things or religious-related things or spiritual-related things or nature-related things or, you know, fellowship, interacting, socializing with church members, um, eating, sleeping, napping, um, taking nature walks, volunteering, doing community service. But you're not going to work. You're not collecting a paycheck. Some people work and don't take the money. Some people work and put it as an offering um i'm talking about like really traditional people i mean that's not like super common um and especially nowadays i don't really know that many traditional people um i was like slightly traditional and religious kind of on my own just because i liked it um and this was like mostly during college i was uh pretty religious um, cause I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked the lifestyle I'd set up for myself. I was still very involved in the church and also I was still living at home with my folks. And so it was kind of easier to kind of just go with the flow of things. Cause everyone I lived with was kind of on the same page about it. Um, most of the people I hung out with, um, the people I didn't go to church with, you know, just because I didn't have, like, weekend classes and stuff like that, like, it wasn't, like, an issue, and I wasn't, like, working, um, a whole lot outside of, like, studying a lot, or, like, in labs, and stuff like that, that was usually, like, during the week, um, but, so I've described how the Adventist church has different types of lesson plans that, you know, some churches, do the reviewing of the lesson of a specific topic um at sabbath school which is either before or after the church service um on saturday um um but usually 
most of the time the church will have if they're following those lessons the lesson plannings um and like i mentioned before it goes by age group um not every single age but like there's like a certain range of ages that has like different types of pamphlets and things that they'll take home um and that's what they'll usually read usually it has something for every day of the week so one way to do devotionals is to follow the church um handouts or I guess you could call them or the church uh, some churches have bulletins during their services where they have like different food for thought or like devotionals for during the week or like sabbath related devotionals um for what you can do during the sabbath some of them have stuff that's just for church most churches have access to but maybe don't always order them but you can order like i don't know if they still even have these but they used to have physical copies of like they're kind of like little magazines pamphlets or magazines or books booklets um that would have either by week like so per week they would have like a whole lesson of what you could do between saturday night after sabbath ended all the way through your work week all the way till friday night or all the way till saturday daytime at the church once you get back to church again um so you would usually at least have something for the week and like i mentioned there's like my little friend if you're like young um there was the guide there was insight there was cornerstone there's the quarterly um i think there's different types of quarterlies when you're an adult um but yeah they had these different lessons where you could do the lesson plan every day um and usually it was like a theme so like say if the topic for the week was like you know, Jesus turning water into wine. That was his like first miracle. So Jesus turning the water into wine. Um, and if that was like a whole week based on that, or the topic might just be miracles in general, uh, miracles of Jesus. So each day would have like some topic about miracles. Um, something along those lines and then at sabbath school if the sabbath school at your church would discuss the lessons you would actually go and discuss the lessons because maybe you read it maybe you didn't um when i grew up it wasn't really common for people to really be reading the lessons it wasn't really common for people to be studying the bible um i did those things because i liked them (laughs) so because i'm a nerd so i was like yeah i'm all about this like bible study stuff like i was all into it like for sure i loved it um i still do honestly um but yeah if you weren't doing that type of devotional um you might have like chicken soup for the soul type of book you may have gotten a book at like your baptism um, some kind of like a spiritual guide of not spiritual guide, like a, like a, like a, like a book of some sort to study. Um, but usually there's some form of lessons. Um, you usually have lessons. So yeah, you might have a lot of lessons. 
you might have a lot of, um, yeah, just lessons mostly. Um, you might have a lot of, like your, your church might check it. Like you might have the type of church that like you bring it back, like filled out, like they, they would have maybe like a couple lines where you could like write you know, your thoughts about a verse or write some opinions or answer some critical thinking questions, kind of like a workbook kind of thing. Um, some churches might actually go through the workbook and talk about people's different answers and stuff. Some churches like usually, you know, if you're not, if, if, you know, a lot of times they might not do that. So you could either, basically you could either follow the church related material or you could get your own. Um, or if you were part of like a different Bible study group altogether that didn't do um, the church study books, but maybe you're part of like a Wednesday Bible study group that's studying like the book of Psalms or something like that. Like, and so your devotionals might be based on Psalms for that time period or maybe might be based on, based on um, whatever your Bible study group is talking about. Or or you might have your own devotionals, um, but a lot of times... Um, a lot of times devotionals might be structured. You might get them from somewhere um, online or make your own or have your own interest in the topic or whatever. And you might do that every day, every night, every morning. Um, I mean, I don't mean like you do that all the time, like every every night and every morning or whatever. But yeah, I, I know a lot of people who grew up doing devotionals. I would do them more like at night before bedtime by myself. Um, our family would pray before meals. Um, sometimes we would do devotionals together as a family at night. Um, just a few, five minutes, like talk about a scripture and then pray together. Um, but usually that's what a devotional would entail is some sort of form of meditating, some form of, uh, study of some sort, or thought-provoking topic, even if you're not studying the Bible, it might be reading a story, a book, or some kind of thing that's kind of thought-provoking to kind of get your mind thinking a certain way, and then maybe you would um, pray um, or meditate or something along those lines. Um, So that would be considered like a devotional. Um, It's part of your own personal practice sometimes people do these things as groups at a certain time of the week sometimes you know different churches have groups available sometimes it's like a member of the church that volunteers their house in like a day of the week where they're like I'm gonna lead this bible study group if anyone wants to come like I used to go to a church where uh, this family used to host a bible study every Monday night um, in Garden Grove and a few of us would show up to their house and they'd always have like chow mein and like, like a big tray of chow mein and a big tray of like, I don't know what else. And there would be enough for us to take leftovers home and like, we would eat that. Um, yeah, we have these devotionals. Um, I'm just laughing cause I used to have this, uh, I think it was a collegiate pastor who he started um allowing us to come to his house after after Sabbath um and we would like pick a movie to watch and like he'd feed us pizzas 
And I remember one of the first times he had us over, there were like maybe 10 of us, maybe 15 of us. I think he ordered like 15 pizzas or something. And him and his wife and his his kids were young back then, too. Like, I don't know if they were like kindergarten or first graders. They were like really young kids. And I think he was like, yeah, I've been eating pizza for like a week or something like that. Like, I remember like, I don't know, it's just stuff like that. Where it makes me laugh. Um, really sweetheart of a guy. He was awesome. Shout out Henry, man. Henry, Henry Kuarkas. Awesome dude. Um, totally, truly awesome. Um, probably one of the best collegiate pastors I've ever had. I don't know. I've had a lot of awesome collegiate and youth pastors, honestly. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I never had any that really pushed their agenda. There was just one lady that kind of really pushed her agenda. Um, but otherwise no one else really did. Um, yeah. So devotionals look different for everybody i remember our pastor would say that he had like this massage chair in his like living room or wherever in his house and he would sit there and read his bible every morning um you know i grew up reading the bible i love reading the bible i still do love reading it, it, it the the main thing that's changed for me is going from uh paper books to digital um there's something about that that I just don't like um it doesn't feel the same you know I I've had the same bibles for a length of time that I really enjoyed reading um, but I mean, I've had some Bibles for a really long time, honestly, but I don't know. I've had some Bibles that I, um, Uh, what was it? I've had some Bibles. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of get a little attached to my Bibles. Um, There's one that one of my best friends gave me that I really liked a lot. It was a leather-bound Bible, like soft leather on the outside. And it was called like the Guitar Player's Bible or something like that. It had a little leather guitar pick on the front cover um, if it's not at my parents' house, I think someone may have thrown it away, honestly. Um, but that was one of my favorite Bibles ever. I think it was an NIV or an NLT. I can't remember. Um, I didn't really like the translation of it. I think it was an NLT. Um, and then I, that's a New Living Translation. I think I had an NIV. It was like a teen study Bible that would have like, supposed like messages from um uh like letters written to like dear author kind of thing um there was a 
Um, but I liked it. It was like colorful and looked like it had paint on the front of it and stuff. Um, mind you, this is like the nineties. Um, I think around that time there was a Bible that came out. There was like, a, it looked like a magazine cause magazines were so popular back then. Um, I have a new Testament that's in Hebrew. It's a hardcover that I got for free or through donation off some website or TV show or something. I can't remember. Um, I've got a new revised standard version. I think I had two. One of them was a study version. I think I sold it on like some Amazon site or something like that way back. Or I might still have it in my parents' house. Um, I have a Hummish. I don't know if it's an art school or stone. I think it's a stone Hummish. It's blue. Um, yeah, it's just a Hummish. It's got Rashi. Um, it's got the Hebrew and the English. Um, it's got the trope cancellation marks in there. The Ta'amim. Um, if I study Parsha, I'll study it out of that. Um, uh, yeah, it's just a traditional, um, Hummish. Um, I have a King James Bible that I got from my grandmother when I was like, dude, I must've been like 10 years old or something or going on 10 or somewhere along those lines when she came and like stayed with us for like a month or something after we had visited her. I don't know if we had visited her for like the summer or something like that. And then she came and like came over to our house with us for like a month or something. Um, and she slept in my room. Um, yeah, that Bible's got like pages missing from it. Uh, it was like one of the red letter Jesus, Jesus words were in red letters, I think. Um, yeah, she gave me that King James Bible way back when I was a kid. Um, and I think I've still got one of those little free ones, an orange one that I got in like high school. I've got a Torah, this, uh, <laughs> um, I don't remember what version it is. It's all English and it's like red. One of my friends gave it to me for Christmas or a birthday. Um, I think those are all the Bibles I have. I feel like I've got another one. I've got this other Bible. I don't know what translation it is. But it comes in a little like it looks like a like a VCR, like a VHS tape. Remember how those VHS tapes would come out of the you kind of slide it out of the like sleeve. But it wasn't like a cardboard sleeve. It was like a plastic sleeve. It's some kind of a Bible. Um, I think it's only a New Testament, though. I can't remember. I don't know where I got it either. So <laughs> that's kind of useless. Um, But yeah, I think it's in my car somewhere. In my trunk. I don't know. But... Yeah, devotionals can come in all types. Um, you can just make your own. You can make them up. You can just pray. 
Um, but it's your time during the week to do spiritual related things. Um, and yeah, it's just your own spiritual practice. Like, you know, a lot of people do it. I was raised just knowing about it on my own. Uh, well, doing it more on my own. But I did have examples. Like, I think my mom, I learned later, like, read the Bible often. Oh, I, that reminds me. I think I have a Mark Finley um, Bible. I don't know what version that is, but I think I have one of those Mark Finley Bibles. I don't know. I may have given some of these away because there wasn't, it wasn't that long ago that I gave away a bunch of my stuff and that Bible may have been in there. I didn't like the version of that Bible, but it was free. It was weird. It was like floppy and kind of like cheap quality. Um, and we used to laugh at it because the, um, the, um, cover, the cover of it had, I don't know if it said Bible on it or what, but it wasn't centered. It was like towards the side somewhere. Like it just looked kind of funny. Um, but yeah, we had it was from like Mark Finley's like it is written. Um I think we got a Bible at that um Revelation seminar or something. Um But yeah. So I'm cold. It's late. I need to I need to get home. It's almost twelve thirty. <laughs> like past midnight, twelve thirty. So I need to go home and stop recording. I've been recording since like 9 p.m. because I just needed to get out of the house and I was wide awake anyways. So I just left to do this and be a little productive and, you know, not stay home and sit around just like watching YouTube. Um, but yeah, this was fun to record. I hope it's helpful. I'm going to keep recording these probably throughout the weekend if I um, can't find anything better to do. Um, but thanks for listening. Thank you.